To take care of them, you need to make sure that you are taking care of yourself. This is part of an occasional series about phrases that this therapist finds himself repeating often. So I had the rare occasion recently to fly in an airplane. Air travel has been a rarity for me, well, since B.C. That means before children. When my wife and I were in our 20s, there was more exploring and playing to be done. Now let it be said clearly that I do not regret our two wonderful children, but there are constraints and priorities that come with child-rearing. The idea of planning a trip that requires a plane ride to travel that far for pleasure just does not seem possible. It is the way that many of us as parents begin to orient our lives toward taking care of our children first. Children are more vulnerable. They need to be prioritized. Which is why there is the story about the oxygen mask. I first heard this story in Anne Lamott's book about raising her son as a single parent. In it, she writes eloquently about learning that her own self-care was important so that she could take care of her young son. She relates this to the typical speech by the flight attendant at the beginning of any flight. The flight attendant's speech is as follows. In the event of a decompression, an oxygen mask will automatically appear in front of you. To start the flow of oxygen, pull the mask toward you. Place it firmly over your nose and mouth, secure the elastic band behind your head, and breathe normally. Although the bag does not inflate, oxygen is flowing to the mask. If you are traveling with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your mask on first, and then assist the other person. Keep your mask on until a uniformed crew member advises you to remove it. Now the important part for Anne Lamont, and for our purposes here, is this piece about if you are traveling with a child or someone who requires assistance, put your own oxygen mask on first, and then assist the other person. In my work as a therapist, as a type of caregiver, I know that it is important for me to do what helps me be in good shape. Some of that is watching my physical health around diet and exercise, around how much I'm working, how much rest and fun I have. It is about taking stock of my own mental and spiritual health. And as for the people that I encounter in my office, there are many who themselves are caring for children or for older adults. For others, there is some element of caregiving built into their work life, as it is mine, in jobs such as clergy, medical professionals, or teachers. And in all these situations, it is important to make sure that you are practicing good self-care, too. Which is why I often find myself saying this phrase, to take care of them, you need to make sure that you are taking care of yourself. Because, let's be honest, there can also be a bit of the martyr in some of us, where we feel that their needs are more important, so we continually push our wants, needs, and desires to the side, because they are the one who is sick, vulnerable, or hurt. And there is some truth there, but there is also the larger truth that you will not be around to take care of those vulnerable others much longer if you do not take care of yourself, too. So sometimes, you do have to tell yourself that this activity that you are doing to nurture yourself 
will eventually help you nurture them, too. That making sure that you eat and sleep, that you exercise, that you have fun without the children, that all of this is a part of your care for yourself. And that self-care means you will continue to have the ability to care for them. If you have to turn your self-care into something that you are doing for them, just so that you will do it, then so be it. So, put on your own oxygen mask first. And remember that in order to take care of them, you need to take care of yourself, too. Thank you.